see what points are being made without the other gender being present. The goal is to get a clear understanding on how each other thinks. These bills don't tell the truth, and sometimes some people don't like it or they can't handle it, but that's just the way it goes. I don't mean to take things personally. We're not the only ones that, that, that think the way we do. There's a lot of men out there that just feel like they're not being heard. You know, we're not hating on anybody. We just tell them, you know, straight from the giddy up. That's just how it is. We can solve this, you know, by making better choices. And for the people who just want to strictly get their freak on, no problem. 13 13, pass it. The purpose of the Talk to Q radio show is not to force you to think a certain way, but to encourage you to think for yourself. You can do so by listening to the perspective of others. Even if you don't agree, you still need to consider what's being said if you want to be a completely informed individual. Guys have seemed to have lost their way when it comes to maturing into manhood. Some don't realize that there are six components to being a man. I have a couple of guests who will join me today to discuss just that and help enlighten my listeners. You may remember him from back in the day as Jay Mayo from the Right to Real Love podcast, Mr. Jonathan Emanuel, and from the Facebook Live series and podcast, Javon Show, Mr. Javon Martin. Fellas, what's going on today? What's going on, Q? You still have the best audience because they clap for whoever come on and that's that's just beautiful man <laughs> they don't even have to know us gotta love it <laughs> well, they know i'm bringing in the fire talent they know i'm bringing in the fire talent so man, i'm on um, the best guest host ever i mean the best guest ever so i'm just gonna sit in and listen to whatever he's saying and then just say ditto and i think <laughs> nah, that way I'll man, be Yo, this is a collaborative effort, man. I'm just blessed to be on here with you again, man. It's been way too long. Yeah, yeah, it's been about five years, man, so it's great to have you back. And um, Javon was a guest for the first time about a month ago, so he's getting back in here fast. Mm-hmm. Right, so. All right, let's get started. Jay, I- I'll let you kick off the answer to the first question. You once dropped a gem on my show about six years ago when you mentioned the six components of manhood something you picked up from the late Dr. Miles Monroe. And we're going to break down each of those components of manhood, starting with a man's job to protect. Now, it seems simple on the surface. A man is supposed to be a protector. But this means more than just keeping burglars out the house and making sure your girlfriend doesn't get pushed up on in a club by a drunk guy or something. So (laughs) to you, what does it mean for a man to be a protector? That's a great question. And like you stated, Dr. Miles Monroe does a really good job of breaking down what a protector is. And I'll be honest, that was the first time that I ever really got an idea of what it was outside of the things that you just named, you know, being able to fight for a woman or, you know, utilize your strength and your ability as far as your physicality to prove to be a protector. But what I've learned is that the most important thing for a man in order to be a protector is for him to protect the things that are holy. And that means he has to safeguard whatever things are godly and whatever things are good. And when it comes to the people in his household, they have to feel safe in his presence. 
as well as anywhere he is, people should feel safe because he is there. So to me, those are the elements that make a man a true protector. Okay. And Javon, do you want to co-sign any of that? Ditto. I told you it's going to be a real easy one for me. <laughs> no, but but he hit it right on the head, man. I mean, it is it is more than just being physical. It's more than just being a physical presence, too. But you know, you got to be a safeguard of mental of a woman's mental and a woman's emotional. And I don't know if you all have experienced a woman that is maybe gone through some emotional stuff in her life or some mental challenges, but it takes a strong man to be able to provide that type of support too. So you got to be able to have your mind together before you can help protect a woman's mind. So I think that it does start with you and making sure that you're together because like they say, when you're on the plane, you got to put on your own best first before you put on your neighbors. So you got to keep yourself together before you go out there trying to protect a woman and you got to make sure that you have those pillars together in your life before you can go and protect the, the pillars of others all right that's good we're off that's to a hot talk. start so the second component of manhood is being a provider so javon let me start with you what does it mean for mm-hmm. you for a man to be a provider for me well it depends on what sense we're talking about so let me make sure that I'm breaking this down. Are we talking about strictly a man being a provider for a woman? For a woman, for his family, just a provider. Well, I think those are two different things, though. So, and let me tell you why. I think that a man providing for his family is essential, and it, it goes to, back to the being a mental, a mental provider, emotional provider, being there to be an ear, a shoulder, a back, and all that other stuff for your family. I'm in the dating world. I'm not, I was married. I'm not married right now. So my take on being a provider for a woman may be a little bit different than you all. So this is probably where I'm going to go off the rails a little bit, but it is what it is in my opinion. I have a show called The Relationship Hotspot. It's one of like, I don't know, what is it, Q? 37 podcasts that I have right now. One of them At is least. called The Relationship Hotspot. And on The Relationship Hotspot, me and my co-host, Nikisa, we got into a, a nice debate about this one, in it, and it went mini-viral because I don't believe that a man should necessarily be providing for a woman that he's dating. I don't think that a man should be providing money, uh, cars, any. I, I, I just don't think that there should be a providing factor put in when we just kicking it and talking and, and chilling. I think that the provider essence will come from me once there is a strong commitment in place and we're talking about forever because I can't be provided for everybody that wants to be a right now. So if it's just a for a right now season, if you just a seasonal woman in my life, then I think that what I'm going to provide you is some love and affection. And that's the most providing you're going to get. But once we are in a committed long-term situation where we're talking about picking out blinds and, and figuring out, whether we want neighbors or big acreage, then we're going to talk about providing in that sense. Now we're going to talk about, see, now we're going to talk about where my strengths come in and where your strengths come in and then how we can balance this thing out. So I'm sure that I am definitely wrong, so I'm going to take it over to Jonathan to go ahead and set me correct because Nikita <laughs> couldn't, but maybe Jonathan can't because I still don't believe that a man should be providing for a woman and y'all just date. 
I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to correct you at all because I tend to agree with you. I think that a man has a responsibility to provide for his wife and his household. And I would say the only exception to a man providing outside of a woman being his wife is if a man has had children outside of marriage and he has to provide for the woman and that child that he has. You know, that's that's still to a certain extent his household. They may not be living directly with him, but I think that he definitely has a responsibility to make sure that his child is taken care of. And that may even include providing to a certain extent that mother with some financial benefits and some other things that may be necessary to oversee his child's protection and his child's care. So I'm in agreement with you with regards to that, man. I, you won't get any debate or any pushback from me on that. I totally believe that the provider role kicks in when a man is married and or when a man has children and he has a, pro- a household that he has to provide for. So uh, I definitely would uh, echo you with that sentiment. The only other thing that I would add to the provider role is the way Miles Monroe put it really simple. The main elements when it comes to being a protector are security, covering, resources, counseling, and comfort. A woman needs to know that that man is there for her, and more importantly, there has to be peace. And this is where it's really vital for those men that are godly men. People have to be at peace in your presence. That includes your wife and your children. That means that just because you put money um, in the bank account, you went to work, you put food on the table, that doesn't mean you get to verbally abuse your family. That doesn't mean that you get to physically abuse your family or take advantage of them. That doesn't mean that you get to step out and be a cheater and disrespect your woman's honor just because you're providing cash and clothes and other things like that. So I would say a man has a responsibility, especially if he if he's a godly man, to make sure that there's first and foremost peace in his household. And then secondly, looking at it from the perspective of the natural things, making sure that their necessities are taken care of. And let me go ahead and do a furthermore then. If you are a woman who's listening to this program and you have a and I just want to make sure that there's clarification on this, too. All because a man is providing for his kids and the woman of his kids doesn't mean he won't hunt. It, I think that you should be at a place to where you're saying, you know what, if this man is providing for this woman who he just like because, you know, she has his children or even that he loved, that he loved because – he has his children, then just imagine what he's going to do for me once he realized how good I am. So there shouldn't be an intimidation, but men, also, make sure that you're providing the mental support again for your woman so that she, oh, I'm sorry, let me put it like this, that, that you're providing security for your woman so that she doesn't go off believing that there's an issue or some back channel stuff going on. Men, provide for your kids. Definitely take care of the woman of your kids because I just think that that's right, that that's proper, but still give your woman security. And woman, don't give him problems because he's taking care of his responsibility because that ain't nothing uglier than a woman that's jealous for absolutely no reason or for real silly reasons. All right. Oh, boy, we're getting started. It's already cooking. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? My name is Jonathan J. Emanuel. I'm the host of the Right to Real Love radio podcast. It's the number one Christian dating and relationship podcast 
that helps the listeners develop better relationships with God, themselves, and others. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's get back to the podcast, Q. All right, all right. And so um, to, to, to go a little deeper, Jonathan, let me ask you this, man, um, as far as being a provider. Uh, how can a man provide for his family spiritually? Because you mentioned, you know, if he is a godly man, so let's, you know, by that you means uh, he has morals and, and good character and, and things of that nature. So how can a man provide for his family spiritually to help nourish their spirit, so to speak? The first thing that he has to be doing is studying and learning God's word or the Torah. He has to be doing that for himself because he can't rely on the pastor. He can't rely on another preacher or a teacher or somebody else to edify and to teach his family what they need to know when it comes to God's instructions and his laws. A man has to be willing to do that himself, and it should be a priority of his to spend time doing that. I know it's vitally important for a man to work, but also in tandem with working, a man should be willing to put in the time necessary to study and learn God's word. In addition to doing that, a man should be willing to teach his family the things that he's learning, you know, because we got some men who they don't have a problem getting in the Bible and spending hours in it and studying it, and they love it. But then when it comes to teaching their family the God's instructions and God's laws, they fall, they fall short or they don't do it at all. They may go out and they be teaching and teaching everybody else except their family. That is totally out of order. You have to make sure that you prioritize first your own learning and then second to your own learning is your family's instruction. If you aren't instructing your wife, if you aren't instructing your children, if you aren't instructing those people who are within your household of what God's law says and his word, then you're definitely missing the mark and you're definitely premature if you're going out in the public forum and teaching and doing those things as a man. And then I would say in addition to studying and learning the Torah, the other thing that he needs to do is to pray for his family and with his family. I think that's another vitally important component when it comes to that spiritual provision. That's real good stuff. I think that there's also a misunderstanding that if you're not, I guess, studying the word every day or studying the the Torah or the Quran, that maybe you're not spiritual. I do believe that we should introduce some type of faith to our to our children, but I also think that we should let them just have good morals and teach them a foundation of just being a good human being. So I was in church. I was a praise and worship leader. I was a youth director in the church, teaching children's church and stuff like that. And I don't want to go uh, too far off of uh, the spiritualness, but, you know, there, there's, a, there's been a place, uh, for the last maybe year or so to where I don't, you know, I don't, even before Corona, I didn't go inside of the church building. I did online uh, worship. And I was, you know, told how terrible online worship is and how I'm not following what I'm supposed to be doing and how dare I be online and not everybody doing it. So now it's all cool and, and it's okay now. But I stopped going to church and I started doing the online worship and that was my connection on Sundays. And I allowed my kids to make a choice on how they wanted to exercise their faith. And I introduced to my kids, but I didn't beat it into my kids. I didn't make them be Baptist. 
I didn't make them be Christian. I gave them an introduction to it, and I let them make a decision what was in their heart and where they wanted to go with it. But I made sure that at every turn that I could, I taught them about being an active listener, about being kind, about I taught my son to open up doors for women. I taught my kids to say please and thank you and yes, sir, and no, ma'am. So I made sure that they had a foundation of good. They don't steal. They don't uh, go out and, and you know, they, they're not trying to plot a, a murder like they some co-owner of Sweetie Pies. That's a real tough story, too. That's a real bad story right there. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'll move on. But what I do is make sure that my kids have a foundation of, of good and to where that even if they don't go to church every Sunday or pray every Saturday, that they still know how to be a a decent and good human being. And I think that that's important too. And that's going to do it for this section of the What Men Think series on the Talk to Q radio show. Be sure to click on the link in the show notes to go to the next part or go to talktoq.com and find the link there in order to continue listening to the discussion. There is more ahead and you definitely don't want to miss it.